In the words of Meredith Marks, when it comes to that week, week and a half before my period, I wish I was disengaging. My PMS is off the charts. Truly Uber Eats needs to check in and say, it's about that time, isn't it? I know it is. The cravings are crazy. I want to crawl out of my skin. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony and Estro Control, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For AGs who are friends of perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Happy Mammoth has Hormone Harmony. It's not just a supplement for women going through those stages. It's also become a phenomenon. Women can't stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ANDESGIRLS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ANDESGIRLS for 15% off today. I'm engaging. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash andesgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andesgirls. Sign up today. Galley may mean rooster in Italian, but trust me, I'm no chicken. Big personality, big butt. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> big mouth, big personality, big butt. Of course I live in the Big Apple. <laughs> you guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 109, and that was magical. Do you want to say it one more time? Say it one more time, my amazing guest. Big mouth, big personality, big butt. Of course I live in the Big Apple. <laughs> I'm super into it. Yeah. You guys, episode 109, I am so excited to be joined by none other than Pet Shop Boy, influencer, pop culture connoisseur, man about town, personal friend to several Real Housewives and friends of, which we'll get into. Yes. <laughs> 
so I also excited. refer to myself as the Jane Goodall of gay culture. <laughs> <laughs> and you were just in the wild. You were yeah. just oh, in the middle of it, in the mist. <laughs> the gorillas in the mist, isn't that a chink at all? I'm sure. I yeah. don't know how animals work, <laughs> okay. but I'm super into it. Um, yeah. So I have to tell you, we met at the Bravo Holics event mm-hmm. at Bravo HQ, aka the best day of my entire life. What a day! What a day! And I think. I knew that I fell in love with you during that panel. We had done a panel Mm -hmm. with listeners and like the room was split between people that like wanted politics included and didn't. And like there was and us (laughs) and there was like a definite vibe. And like, I felt like the East Coasters were all like, oh, we're home. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) everybody else didn't want it discussed and we were like and we were like yes "Ah, yes please we would like it so did you love that day what was your favorite part that was maybe my favorite part I didn't really the panel right yeah yeah. wasn't it great because I didn't really care so much I mean meeting Giselle was great yeah she's stunning it's upsetting Sonia before I've met right before we live in New York so it's you know they're kind of everywhere yeah and I feel like you go to a lot of the like fabulous bravo events in the city too so you probably see them fairly regularly yeah it's kind of like you know they're just it's like how new yorkers go to miami it's like (laughs) what did ramona say once she said going to miami is like brushing your teeth yes you know oh my god but like you see giselle in new york and it's like i want to see karen huger walking down the street (gasps) leanne Locken. like those are can I tell you, I know that people have a lot of thoughts and feelings with these like commercials that feature Bravo celebrities. And I think, yeah, and I think it's been poorly done before with the whole thing with the hustle. I thought that was like a little bit of a hot mess. Yeah. But I have to tell you, I am obsessed with the Godzilla commercial. Is that? The w- Dorinda's in a Godzilla costume. Okay, Karen Huger is breathing fire. She, everyone looks amazing. Karen Huger has not looked this good in her whole life. She looks. The wigs are looking. The wig is perfect. We've Every, increased the budget. We have increased because Bravo's covering it yeah. and not Huger HQ or yeah, she's whatever. She's looking amazing except for this past episode, but I'm sure we'll get into it. But she literally yeah, braided the wig. Yeah, her hair was. She braided the wig. Yeah, it wasn't. It looked like she was bald with accents I didn't understand what was going on I was very confused but I also don't know like wig culture so like Mm -hmm. I admit like this is not my forte I'm Mm -hmm. definitely like learning but it was a look you don't braid the wig I don't okay (laughs) (laughs) you don't don't do that yeah (laughs) so tell me do you watch all of the housewife shows I do um I don't love all of them equally but I I keep up with all of them even when I hate it like OC is for me the bottom of the Agree. I think recent I OC, yeah, I would say if we were ranking all of the shows, recent OC certainly is at the bottom of the list. And also middle OC is bad too. I think the original OC, like literally the first couple seasons when we didn't know what the fuck this was yeah, and yeah. they were figuring it out, is great history. It's yeah, like great American history, yeah. but I don't know but it d- that it stands really the test of time. But it doesn't speak too much to what is actually going on today. You know? No, totally. So, um, I think like maybe the first couple of seasons of Beverly Hills more speaks to what the direction. Oh, I totally are, you know agree I mean? with that. Yeah. Um, so what are your favorite shows to watch? If we're going to rank the housewives, uh, is that where we're, I mean, yeah. do whatever. Tell yeah, me everything. New York is the top. Obvs. Yeah. That's, that's a correct, your opinion is the correct answer. Yes. <laughs> I have an unpopular opinion that Potomac is number two for me. Um, it's I just, don't think that, I think that's good. Well, do you think Potomac season one was bueno or 
Or did you? Because some people do like season one. I do not. For Dallas and Potomac, you could skip and just watch. Yeah, just start. Yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. Totally agree. Um, They are like the only way to describe it is like like Cher Horowitz said like about a Monet like you know it's pretty from afar, but the closer you get, the more of a mess it is, and that's the that's how a good housewives show is supposed to be. The more seasons that we unpeel these layers of. Am I close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're good. Now yeah. we're good. The more they get se- messier yeah. and messier, and and you know, that's so that's why I feel like Potomac is we're still learning so much, and we're ending up with more questions, and it's getting smellier and messier. And I also feel like this current cast, aside from Katie, which we'll get yeah. to, I put her like in a different dimension because that's where she yeah, lives. She li- um, I, I think it's so well cast and everyone serves a purpose, such an important purpose, maybe more so than even New York. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. think it's really well done. And even though I secretly deep down in my soul do miss Sharice, it's not like the show misses her. You yeah. know, like I yeah. personally might yeah. miss her cause I thought she was really shady and I appreciated that. And I love that she had like that ridiculous million dollar budget for like a champagne, champagne living room, room which yeah. is insane. And I, I, I thought that was a much better champagne room than like Heather Dubrow's bajillion dollar yeah. champagne button or whatever yeah. she has going on in wherever the fuck she lives. OC. Shasha. Shasha. Is that her? Shasha? Is that what she called herself? She did? She called, I know, right? You don't even remember. Wait. Yeah. Like Shasha Gabor? Shasha was her alter ego. Oh, God. Right? I can't. So we've fast so forwarded through those parts. Yeah, so, yeah. Not great. Um. So, yeah, I totally agree with you there. So we have top two. Who would you put at number three? Dallas. Yes. Easily. Isn't it so yeah. good? It's so it reminds me of when OC was good. And that's yes. the thing about these satellite cities. They're like, I call them the satellite cities. They're not like, they don't really have as much to lose in terms of like, yeah, brand, you know, totally. Branding, right. They don't really have like, you know, you don't have to pay homage to OGs. Yeah. Yeah. They, they kind of still are figuring it out. They don't really know what they're doing. And when they're not filming, I feel like mm-hmm. they're living these like private lives, you know, but I like, totally agree with you. You know, and then half of the time when they're filming, you don't even know what they're doing. So it's a little more fun when they do come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love. agree with you. So after, I think I'm totally on the same page with you. So we have New York, Potomac, Dallas. What would you put after that? We have Jersey, Bev Hills. Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Current Jersey. Current Jersey. Not the twin <laughs> yeah. seasons. No. Not the fucking, what the fuck is their name? I've already, I blocked their names yeah. like PTSD. Same. You know who I'm talking the about. The Dunkin' Donut twins. They talked about. Dunkin'. The twins, but also what's her face? The super homophobic Amber. racist. Thank you. The Marqueses. Yeah. Um, yeah, when Jacqueline returned, that was not pleasant or fun. Margaret so you, is like everything. A new top ten housewife. She is so good, yeah. and so you hosted an event with her a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was great at yeah. the Moxie, Moxie Hotel, yeah. Moxie Hotel mm-hmm. in Times Square. That was really great, and I got to like it's called Guess Who, bitch. Yes, it yes, was. It's a monthly. So it's a monthly game night, yeah. right? That you host where it's like different um, stuff, different people. Yeah. My friend um, basically used the uh, get the Guess Who game. Board games. For formatting and then just kind of changed it to Guess Who Bitch and replaced all the faces, obviously, with Housewives. Um, and he was the original person that did it. He was the first, because they're yeah. copycats, yeah, but he was, copycats. he's, he's the, the first person. person. that did it, yeah. yeah. Um, but basically we had the... Game night kind of formulated off of that. So everyone sits around and plays the games. We ha- have a housewife go around with the microphone, play the game with everybody. 
And it's super fun. Yeah, it is really fun. So far, we've had Dorinda. We've had Ramona. You've had like crazy good people. Yeah. We wanted to get, I think, Danielle one time. I think we're working on that. Yeah, she wasn't an immediate. Yeah, she's not there right now just waiting. We're just kind of figuring out. We always want it to kind of maybe Make sense. try to coincide with what's being aired at the time, even though <sighs> Margaret wasn't being aired. But uh, but she's just such a good person. It worked out with timing and when the when the party actually happened. So. so question for you, with a high ranking for Jersey, and I think I would probably put Atlanta ahead of that. Oh, yeah. But okay. with a high ranking for Jersey, how do you feel about... This is like the the question. I have a, a larger question for us to mm-hmm. discuss because I've I've been thinking a lot about it with um Luann and and rewatching some Atlanta and whatever else. But what do you think about Danielle being back on the show on Jersey? Yeah, I don't need her. She, you know, I was describing this to someone the other day. Like Margaret is like mayo or avocado. Yeah, but Danielle is like sriracha. Like you don't need it <laughs> on everything. It's just, a like, nice it's a little every spice. yeah it's a little kick. Every once in a while, but in it, like, but mayo, you could put on like you know, everything or like an avocado. You could have right. with everything or, you know, I'll even say she's salt and pepper. You could put that. It accentuates the taste of anything that it goes on. And it's great. It's, you know. Yeah, I think Danielle Staub is sriracha because I personally dislike sriracha. I'm one of those <laughs> people that is almost offended by the taste of it. I'm more of a Tabasco girl. Okay. I like Rocket Old School. And I would agree that much like Sriracha, I do not have it in my kitchen or apartment or home. And um, yeah, so I, yeah. I do not want it. It is not for me. It is a lifestyle choice. Um, I've met her several times. She's lovely lady, really nice. Um, but on the show, I, I don't, the show's trying to change speeds and it's a different show than maybe what it was. So I don't really need her. Yeah, I don't need her showing up with armed guards to shoot. I don't, I will never get over that. I do not think that is cute or entertaining. I think that is. We're just headed in a different direction anyways. It's, it's, yeah, it's the different mood now. So it is like Jennifer Aiden, Jackie, there are some genuinely interesting conflicts and fights, which Margaret is a total, totally involved in that I think makes New Jersey feel less like a weird stepchild and more like which it was for a while yeah. and more like no this actually feels like a genuine watchable franchise yeah and I think Danielle harkens too much to that past where it well, was you know what happens yeah. with these OGs is they they harp on situations and they like to drag it out for three seasons and the reason that we love Potomac or New York right. or Dallas is they can argue about something and forget by lunchtime and they're drinking and having a good time. And then they fight about something else, you know, but Danielle kind of holds on to stuff for. That's exactly right. That's a really lunch. interesting and it's way to watch. Yeah. And it's they have nothing else kind of going on. And it's just I need. The next generation gets it. It's yeah. like when you think about like technology and like grandparents or something yeah. like most grandma and grandpas do not understand how to hashtag. And like yeah. the newbies get it like mm-hmm. the kids. It's like kids these days yeah. as an elder my grandmother emojis and things like that but okay that, so that's you know that's amazing okay t- well mine are dead so they are so <laughs> they are so they are as good at technology as i am let's just say that we're on an we're on an even playing yeah. field me and grandma jean rest in peace um so yeah that's really interesting so you would put um atlanta in that mix somewhere they ahead of beverly really, hills yeah Atlanta would become before Beverly Hills. Yeah, Beverly Hills agreed. would be like second to last for me right now. They're yeah. just really I'm upset. And then <laughs> OC like, yeah. is like the caboose. Yeah. And the only reason that I would even watch OC anymore, I think, is Kelly. 
Kelly Dodd, so. Who gets into it with Tamara, allegedly. Sure does. Sure Told does. me. A lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. What? When did you interact with? I met her. Talk about Jane Goodall. That is an animal in the wild. Fire Island. And um, did she just grind up against you? How did this introduction yeah, take totally place? Sweet lady walked up to. I actually bumped into her at T, which is you know T. Yeah. Tell the listeners where T is. It's at the Blue Well Restaurant in okay. Fire Island. It happens daily. I think around like what, like five to six p.m. Around that time, you just go and you're having drinks at a bar, outside by the by the by the harbor but i uh, ran into her there it was during fourth of july weekend and uh we just talked she just but she loved to talk about the show she, she does like, but this is a year ago when i met her and um so were they fil- yeah they her. weren't filming they no weren't no no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was filming. last season yeah. yeah and we talked she was staying there for the weekend i invited her to a fourth of july party that i was going to <gasps> and she showed up shut and up we hung out again the next day She's great. Did she come with a harem or no? She had like one gay with her. I barely spoke to him. She just kind of <laughs> talked to me. <laughs> it's one gay. I kinda, one yeah. gay. She slipped me that was his name. He, he's, he introduced yeah. himself. He's like, hey, Pet Shop Boy, I am one gay. <laughs> one and gay. you were like, oh, yeah, I've heard of you. I'm, oh, my God. I'm amazing. every woman. <laughs> <laughs> so she was cool. So she wasn't, she didn't she get really crazy. Cool. She didn't get no, all sloppy kinda, drunk mess. No, 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 no. Just like no more than. Anybody, Anybody else. else on 4th of July. So, that, cool. and that's the interesting thing to me when we think about housewives in the wild and the difference between how they're reflected on screen and off. Now, there are some people who very well might seem super warm and welcoming. They read that way because within that puzzle, that's right, the piece. Right, that's that the they, piece. You know, but like out in the wild, they're just like regular know. people. Yeah, totally. The only exception I would say to that is maybe Sonia in the sense <laughs> that she is genuine. It's like this conversation yeah, of like is Sonia on pills? Um, no, I think Sonia is like high on Sonia <laughs> and she seems to be her inner dialogue is right. becoming more external. Outer? Yeah. yeah. So but it hasn't, I don't think it's changed. I think it's probably elevated and she's definitely influenced by production and alcohol. Absolutely. Social but I, media. And social yeah. media. But I also think like when it comes to like her preening at that cabaret rehearsal, that yeah. felt like Sonia to me. That didn't feel like Sonia being crazy. That just felt like Sonia is around a camera crew. Yeah. She's around a co-star and she is going to be chatty and sassy and whatever else. I didn't think it was that big a deal. Because otherwise I don't really know what we'd be watching right now, you know? Yeah, it's, I'm a little confused. Well, first off, I watched New York and then I Insta-storied and was like, last night and I was like, I feel like I just got properly laid because it (laughs) felt like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like, this is nice. This is Mm -hmm. like exactly what it should be. I felt like last night, this week's episode for New York was great. Yeah, no, I was like, there they are. There they are. There they are. Right. Like, I've missed them. Like, where have they been? And I feel sort of... Dorinda. Dorinda. My lawyer's lover. Oh, my God. Dorinda pouring that drink with that bartender who was like aghast and scared and also curious. It was maybe my favorite part of the episode. Honestly, I couldn't get enough of it. I kept rewatching it because I was like, holy shit. And I 100% needs a cooking show. One hundred. Well, she has a radio show, and She's I can't true. wait to yeah. get your thoughts on that. But yeah. um, I felt the reverse feeling when I watched this week's Beverly Hills because I felt like something happened. I don't know. I felt like it was great that Denise 
was stepping up and really like defending her friend in a way that felt just as organic as everything else she's done this season. But I also felt like, okay, so this is what the rest of the season is going to be. It's just going to be kind of dumb. Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 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 I felt like the energy. I'm glad that she showed up for work. But yeah, it's a little too little too late. I you, still love Denise. I think she's a joy on the show. Yeah, but it's kind of like I, if it's going to be on the back of like Kim just kind of popping up and Brandy's popping up and it's it's it feels a little stale to me still. So whose side are you on LVP or everybody else? Everybody else. Why? Um, I think that like probably for the longest time, I feel like LVP is probably the problem with that show. And just How the, so? The OGs kind of get like a little um they get too comfortable on the show and they don't really like you know give as much as maybe the newer girls I mean Lisa Renner has been showing up to work every season she's talking about you know whose husband's on cocaine do you trust your husband every season yes she takes the bullets you know yeah because otherwise what would be be what would we have yeah Yeah. um so I kind of feel like there's maybe like a new guard of girls on the mm-hmm. show that, you know, we're trying to push it forward into a maybe more zany kind of fun. I don't feel like when LVP goes on vacation with them, she's not willing to like take shots, literally tequila shots and right. kind of, you know, go to nightclubs with them and hang out. And yeah, she's too in control of her, of how, of how we perceive her. I would love to see Beverly Hills kind of go in a more New York direction where instead of like when they go on vacation, they all stay in separate Hotel suites. I would mm. love to see them in a cabin somewhere. Yeah. Do you remember Ohio when they went to Ohio and they all stayed in the yes. same house and they were doing cartwheels wasted and So what I would like to see them like actually have to spend more time together. And yeah. Not... Do you think that Camille should come back full time or no. do... because it's going too much in the past direction and not enough she into the future? Is the it's a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox. It's like when you get back together with a be- like an old boyfriend and you think it's going to be like, oh, we can get back together and it's going to just be the good times again. But you get back and you're like, this is why we broke up. It's like, you know, further away from what you started. To- you know what I mean? I have my mouth like completely open because that works so well because what Camille is also trying to do is portray the love that we had for her when she was St. Camille yeah. when it was like she was genuinely talking about Kelsey's dick and we were like that's so funny because it all, um, it just happened and we'd never heard that before and now and now, of, and now it's kind of like dull okay, and yeah. it's like we we get it like you guys had a crazy sex life and maybe you weren't into it but you were doing it to placate him and that was funny a couple years ago but it's like less funny now yeah it's just like there's and the there's, bunny stuff too I would say is also a Xerox of a Xerox yeah, and it's just like, I'm tired of talking about it. You're tired of seeing it. You know, it's, it's, let's push it forward. I don't think there's a lot of housewives at this point that we need to re, re bring back into the fold. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also that moment with Rinna where she was like, the bunny thing is the worst thing that's happened to me on the show. And I'm thinking like, the worst thing? Kim saying that your husband is like fucking other yeah. people and that you're keeping <laughs> it buried is better or easier I guess it's because she knew it it was was bullshit so like not giving the bunny to the grandkid listen the bunny which we've both met we've met Met sir bunny um in watch what happens in the clubhouse Mm. but you could buy that bunny for $60 on Amazon. It's $60. It's around 60 or 69 yeah, it's, it's around worth, That's around the price point. It's worth point. about a buck 50. That's yeah. like a 7.99 Amazon yeah. Prime. Like you're not paying for shipping for that fucking bunny. Um 
it feels a bit like I get why people love the bunny because it was a moment and mm-hmm. it was it was definitely like it was definitely a moment. But yeah. I just don't think this is. Yeah, but you I know, don't like, know. It feels like you, so you stale. Watch New York and they're just I could watch Bethany organize her closet and like no one even else, you know, like I could watch like Sonia cooking an omelet. Yeah, because they're such characters. Yeah, they're such characters. Like each one on their own is so interesting. And they have 17 bunnies within one episode right. on New York. But Beverly Hills, they kind of have like one interesting thing. And I think what it comes down to, unfortunately, is that a lot of the Beverly Hills women just aren't that interesting alone. And when they get together, it's just not like the same magic. I feel like we don't need a bunny on New York because we're too busy wondering if Sonia got a concussion <laughs> from hitting her head on a table <laughs> and then seeing a teaser for next week, yes. which was like exactly. maybe the best moment I've ever seen in my entire life where she's in whose lap? Bethany's. And Bethany's, Bethany's like, yeah. who's the president? The president and Sonia's Clintons. like, Clinton, Clinton, which who knows which Clinton she was even. <laughs> Was it Hillary? Was it Chelsea? Was it Roger? Yeah. Like who even oh fucking knows? It just I, Warren. I I mean I just yeah I agree with you there. I felt like we had two really strong episodes, Potomac and New York, and something happened on Beverly Hills. And I also have to say, I watched and I mean like everything happening in the news like Lou getting arrested going to jail for 30 minutes coming out there being a Raider online piece allegedly that that sources so I don't know a cousin of Dorinda's like who even knows who that is but that she might be fired she might not and I put a poll up and asked folks do you want Lou to stay on the show leave the show and the response that I got was essentially a tie. It was like hmm. 51% 49. Do you want her to stay? Do you want her to go? Hmm. And I rewatched several seasons of Atlanta reunions in the last couple of days because I wanted to watch the four, the infamous historic four-parter. And I felt like the hmm. only way to do that. It's the Phaedra one where it's. Yeah. Like where it's lies. like, you said that? Oh my God. The lies, the lies, lies. And I, I remember when I first watched that, when it happened live, I was like, is this enough? I thought Damien, the, the, my fellow OG of the AG, co-creator of Andy's Girls, we had thought that like maybe someone had fucked um, Apollo or that like, yeah, fa- yeah. like the, Portia had done something like what we thought it was going to be a bigger thing. Yeah, I kind of knew in the back of my head that this is what it was going to be. It was going to be Phaedra. Yeah. That Phaedra had spread. that it had been her. I thought that everybody kind of figured that so I didn't and I so I watched several seasons worth of reunions because I wanted to see all the nuggets like Mm. I wanted to better understand there's a lot (laughs) and I watched these reunions and I was like watching Phaedra talk about how she never wants to talk about anyone's family and she would never go that low for several reunions and her and um Candy having a fraught relationship and watching essentially Candy make very valid points in prior reunions. And you can see in Phaedra's head, she's like, I'm going to fuck you up. I just don't know how. It's not a matter of um, when, but how. And um, I watched the four-parter and had a little bit of a rage stroke because I was like thinking to myself, we're a part of the Me Too era, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Like sexual assault is bad. Like breaking news, like sexual assault. (laughs) Who knew? It's like new for 2019. Again, the young kids Mm -hmm. are like teaching us. Um, (laughs) We're like, I thought it was just a Tuesday. They're like, no, this is like a bad thing. So 
I watched it and I was like, oh, this is a horrible thing. Like not take, really- putting aside can- the hurt to Candy's business, which is a valid mm-hmm. anger complaint, whatever. I just felt like this is awful. Yeah. Now, there are some people that feel like she was fed that info by producers. <clears throat> I am not that person. I mean, what are your thoughts? Do you think that she even created it? it? Even if she did, she if, she knows too much. She, yeah, she knew too much. She And I'm going to tell you to just put oh, your yep, mic a little. Yeah, sorry, perfect. Yeah. No, please. Yeah, it's just not a good look. I don't ever need to see her back. I think she was a great integral part of like every plot leading up to that. I mean, right. she's a funny part of the show, but she went need, too far. It was too far. It's dark and I think that we would end up in the same kind of issue also where we would talk about the same Thing from right. three years ago now, and right? We'd be dragging it in today, and it right. would just be. I totally agree with you, and I and I was really I think that like Candy is probably one of the top five housewives right. because of not only of her empire that she's built on the back of the show, but you know what she brought to the table to begin with, and she's funny. I mean, she gives her literally her entire life. Her uh, her Mama Joyce is on the show. Right. Her entire uh, team from her you yep. know that she works dealing with, her, with fertility issues. Yeah, like her. Her husband's on the show, her kids, all of that stuff. So it's, yeah, I she think it's a lot more than I think. At the other, right. And and she said publicly in an interview in the last couple of weeks that she she's like, I um, just because you have just because you lose a friend doesn't mean you make an enemy. And she's like, not necessarily. I wish for her the best. But she's like, if she comes back on the show, fine. I just won't be on. Like, I don't, yeah. I just don't, I don't want to be around her, it. I don't want her to not eat. She just can't eat with me. Right. And that yeah. and that's a completely valid point. And I also feel like very emotionally mature. Yeah. And I watched, so I watched this reunion and I was like, oh, I feel the rage burning inside of me. And then I started thinking about Luann Mm -hmm. and whatever the fuck is going on with her and her personal life. And the fact that we're asking the question of like, should she be on the show or off? And it's really, to me, we're skipping a step, which is like, should she be doing this tour right now? Because she hasn't missed a single performance. She Mm -hmm. went straight from being in jail for 45 seconds to like, and my new next performance is where. And I feel like that's a question that the other women are going to start asking now too. Is it even worth it for her to be working and right. be promoting this on the show when it's clear that like, she's not well there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's actually a conversation Bravo would prefer to have because it's much easier for Bravo to say, should you be doing this tour? than should you be on the show? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I think ultimately what is more important to her, her career and her brand is being a real housewife, you know, yeah, over yeah. a cabaret star, even if that's been her storyline and her yeah. personal like branding um, priority. But I, so I watched Atlanta was thinking about Lou and then also was kind of like, Kim is back yeah, on yeah. Beverly Hills. And I started to wonder about accountability versus liability. Yeah. And I wanted to get your thoughts on essentially who is ultimately accountable for these people, whether it's a question of addiction, whether it's a question of someone going way too far and accusing a cast member of sexual assault. You could look at the Taylor situation and the fact that Taylor on camera you know, it was brought to attention by Camille and, and we've recently learned this season that LVP had a role in making sure that it was said out loud while they were filming. And, you know, Taylor's issues, Russell as a criminal, um, mm-hmm. Mikhail and Tarek, maybe a little as like grifter scammers who is ultimately is Bravo responsible for these people's inner demons coming out, if that's no. also a part of the show. No, but I think it's kind of like, 
I think sometimes it's the the, the people's people that are closest to the the star. Uh, for instance, like if everybody around Lou doesn't want to film with her anymore because they don't want to uh, feed into this anymore. Yeah. For instance, if her kids refuse to film with her and her co-stars kind of refuse to stop getting filming scenes with her, then who does she really have to film with? She's just going to cover her, uh, her rehearsals. I think it's ultimately like it's a kind of a, a group. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I also wonder if they're being people real- in their life can pull back and say right. that we don't really kind of promote this and we don't really think that this is really healthy for you going forward. Then, then production starts to ask, well, then really what do they have to right. contribute to the storyline of what's going to be for the season? Yeah, I also wonder, obviously you have to be accountable for yourself, but if your storyline of sobriety or lack thereof or struggling or narcissism is so important to your role on the show, if that becomes your Mm storyline, then what role does production have in maybe like getting help or or getting involved if it crosses a line if any or do they really not have any are they really not do they really not have to be accountable i don't know it's interesting maybe at the end of the day casting more goes towards the bravo Mm -hmm. you know the um on the bravo end i don't think production has well i mean i don't know i don't work for a production company but i think ultimately it comes down to the execs saying who's going to get the boot and who comes back, you know? Right. Cause I mean, first off you have to be charismatic. Yeah. It's not like just like you have to come on the show and be a broken person. And well, also not every housewife her, is a broken person. If you were to do her Q rating right now, I don't think it would be that high. Who lose? Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Lou. I think she's facing a lot of backlash. She hasn't necessarily faced ever really been that likable of a person. I don't think right. she's ever really, you know, she's kind of always been a, a super narcissist. A, yeah. A little bit of a villain. I mean, you know, yeah, and I also feel like, I mean, I asked this question, do you think that Lou should be on the show or off the show? And it came back and it was essentially a tie. And then my answer was, listen, I'm probably a monster for saying this, but I don't think she should be off the show because I, that is is, is exactly right. Obviously, she has a struggle with addiction that is, of course, important for her to focus on mm-hmm. for her health, mental yeah. and physical, but she's also an extreme narcissist. And that I think precedes the addiction taking ground because that's a part of her core. She has always been that way. It's just that the fame attached to the cabaret show and the tour and her being a fan favorite when she was a friend of Mm -hmm. has kind of elevated everything. But I don't think she can really work on the addiction part. And I don't think she's anywhere close to hitting bottom Mm -hmm. because she hasn't taken off a day of the tour after being thrown in the clink for we don't know she could you know yeah we don't know behind the scenes what's going on but my um expert opinion spiral out of control i mean they don't know that's true russell armstrong situation on their on their hand right of course and so you know like how does bravo oh someone's ringing the doorbell and we're gonna ignore it um how does (laughs) i think that's luann at the door she heard us talking about her and she was like hold on i have a song about sleigh bells and jingle jingle here i am (laughs) um so i wonder like at that point like does bravo look at her and they're like she's really struggling should we offer help or do we know that her co-stars have gotten involved in that. Bethany helped genuinely arrange I think that, that now intervention. Everybody is really hands off with it too. I don't think they. 
Yeah, I think that I think they've point, probably they had enough because yeah. they saw how Lou treated Bethany as like yeah. gratitude. Thanks. She's like, I'm going to mock you and make fun of you Which on camera. Which is for me when I was kind of done with the situation too. When I saw that, you know, Bethany, who of all the people on the show is the one that comes to your, to help to your, uh, your side. Right. And you that's know, who you, like, that's who you shit on. And I think that's exactly why she shit on her. Cause she's like, you saw me at my most vulnerable. I need to show well, you that I'm like a big bad wolf. Who was it? Someone was talking about this the other day, but they made a really interesting analysis of their relationship. You know, Luann is kind of always looking for acceptance from Bethany for some reason, you know, mm-hmm. going back to the Halloween c- concert that Bethany missed. She yeah. really wants to like get Bethany's approval. I think because like she wants, I don't know why, um, but I think, and then Bethany is kind of obsessed with helping Luann, even though she doesn't necessarily consider her a great friend, because I think Bethany sees her mother in Luann, you know, yes. someone who constantly disappointed her, but she Greg Bennett said it. Yeah. Someone that had issues with, uh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which was an amazing, I mean, I never really thought of it like that, but it makes total sense. Yeah. But for whatever reason, well, I mean, that is the reason that Bethany looks at Luann and sees her mother. Yeah. And so she, it's like a, and it's, that's no disrespect to Luann from like an age thing or anything <laughs> else. But like, she really does. She sees like a broken bird. And even if that bird is lashing out at her, she wants to help. Yeah. And I think that Bethany right now on the show is at a point where she's like, you can go fuck yourself. I have gone well over. I got you into rehab. You reach out to my boyfriend, rest in peace. This is also, by the way, the best season that Bethany think has ever had. Since maybe season two. I totally agree with you. I was a recovering super stan of Bethany who has essentially lashed out at her for a couple of years because I felt like (laughs) Bethany doesn't live here anymore and was like, hashtag, this is a crisis. (laughs) And now she's back. Like I didn't, I have said 30,000 times that there was no chance she could return anymore, that it was way too late. She went off the deep end. When she came back on the show, I was like, who the fuck are you? And this has been her, this has been maybe one of the worst seasons for Luann from like a narcissism lens and like a broken Mm -hmm. whatever lens and you not hitting bottom lens and you being completely deaf, dumb and blind to like what everyone else in the world is saying. And it has only helped Bethany. And the weird thing about it is I know some people would maybe say that this is something that she's thought about. You know, this is something that like from a production standpoint, maybe she's getting a good edit. Who, Bethany? Bethany, but I think she doesn't care anymore. Yeah. She's just like, I think she's like genuinely looking at people as people and she's not necessarily looking at it as much as plot. I feel like when Bethany walks in the room and she's like, what the fuck is happening? She is quick. She's smart. And she's not shaming anybody. Even when she went up to Lou and she's like, you're going to, you're not going to talk. You're going to listen or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. she said. I was like, okay, because she had enough. She like walked into the room. She'd been in three states that day. She smelled like shit. And like, she was like, this is what is happening. You are crazy. And no matter whatever, what Sonia is saying, like, I need to keep it real with you. This is how I feel. And it's filled with a lot of anger. Exactly. And, you know, so I was inspired to think about this whole idea of accountability and liability because obviously Sonia was a drunken, sloppy mess. Yep. Which. (laughs) Still also having one of the best seasons that she's ever had, too. Great confessionals. really some solid moments and like how much of this was inspired by her feeling like she needed to deliver entertaining Sonia versus she just really has a really low tolerance for alcohol and went way too far off the deep end. She's not really drinking as much I don't think as she was in the past so it's like when she does it's kind of like yeah I I think these women feel like they have free reign on a vacation on their vacation and they do they do do. it just so happens that that day (laughs) the first day nobody else was going hard and Dorinda was it was martini o'clock but she wasn't 
it wasn't midnight for her. It mm. was it yeah. was midnight yeah. for Sonia Tremont Morgan of the Upstate Tremont. Like, yeah. Sonia, you know, put down her legacy and picked up a glass, and it was like <laughs> it was on for Sonia, and it was awkward for me because I felt like Sonia had really good points. Like these yeah. women pretend to be really good friends in some ways and have fucked her over oh, and have not consistently right and yeah. have not accepted any because accountability delivery, you know she gets drunk and then she tries right. to address it when she's drunk because I think and they maybe, don't take her seriously I think she has maybe she's not totally comfortable or doesn't like to not not comfortable but maybe doesn't enjoy the confrontation as much as the other women do obviously Who's Sonia Sonia so I feel like maybe she feels more comfortable when she's drinking and mm-hmm. then to do it but unfortunately when she's drinking at 5 p.m in the afternoon and it's now dinner time right it's seven yeah, o'clock it just doesn't come out the way it should yeah, and I and they think they don't receive it the way that right, and they don't take her seriously yeah. because if she's slurring and is a sloppy mess, and she's saying like it hurts my feelings that you guys keep fucking the guys that I fucked first, which is totally valid, which is totally valid and is and absolutely yeah. breaking the girl code. They're like Sonia, you're a hot drunk mess, and then Ramona slut shaming her and being like, yeah, "There's a lot of guys." A, yeah. It's like cool, but you were genuinely because I we've seen the photos of yeah. her making out with, with Harry, Harry Dubin, Dubin. Yeah. which I was like, why are they not showing them if yeah. we know TMZ or whomever has them, but maybe it'll come up later Hopefully. that they'll I they'll pray. magically discover. I love when this happens. Oh no, it's yeah. it's so good. But I was also like, you she really she really she was fake engaged to Harry Dubin several seasons ago when mm-hmm. Ramona loaned her a ring, so yep. loaned him a ring so he could fake give her a promise ring or whatever that like emerald or whatever the fuck it was. Like they, she has had an arc with him, even if it's been scripted, and certainly has a history with him that well predates her role on Housewives. And with Tom, she genuinely shacked up well not shacked up she genuinely stooped Tom and they had whatever they had and it was friendly and it wasn't a committed relationship they would both admit it but that doesn't mean that it can't hurt your feelings when your friend links up with a guy that you were with first yeah this is the only franchise where this I feel like this happens right this doesn't really I'm thinking Potomac, they've never... Well, I mean, like, Potomac, I they've used... I wish it would happen on Atlanta. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Atlanta would be crazy. Potomac, it's like there was that weirdness with, um, with like, Monique bringing, like, Sherman's ex-wife to, like, right. yeah. relationship shame Giselle. Yeah. But that's not the same thing. No, that's not the same. Yeah. Jersey, no. Because no. they, they all come in married. Yeah. Um, OC, who wants to fuck Brooks? No. Like, yeah, that's a real... That's a real... <laughs> race to the end um beverly hills i mean everyone should want to have sex with aaron i'm in the front aaron, of yeah. that line my mauricio god mauricio is shaking mauricio, mauricio is so upset mauricio puts on his branded agency t-shirt walks to the beach and has a very long joint knowing that yeah. he is no longer the hottest, husband the hottest house husband in beverly hills if not you know overall it's rough rough tough stuff i want more aaron on the show i want more aaron i want Aaron without a shirt Harry. on. We haven't seen that much Harry, Harry Hamlin. Yeah, why wasn't Harry at the party last night? We saw um, Tom pretending to consider an invitation extended to him by his wife slash business partner <laughs> to attend the party. I appreciated at least that he allowed himself to be filmed. I feel like yeah. baby steps with Erica Jane yeah. slash Erica Girardi. Like she's 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 not like opening a window, but she's like showing us the garden outside, and I appreciate that. I, I mean, I'm not a fan. Of Erica Jane? No. Because it's too much Jane and not enough Girardi? 
Yeah, it's just like I, I'm over the glamour of it. I don't, I don't care about the hair and the makeup. I don't know anything really about your personal life. Never film at home. Also, her house doesn't look anything like her house. Erica Jane, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like no, it's full like, Gerard. It's fully Erica Girardi, by which I mean Tom Girardi. Yeah. Erica doesn't really have a place there. Don't she has a really chapel, know the real but her, which was fun the first season. But I, there's not too much there. We got a little bit of it with her mother, however That's many true. seasons ago. Was that her? I think it was her second season where she opened up or her third season she Atlanta, opened up. Right, 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 right. And was like with her family and was talking about that whole thing. And it's hard because we know she has a son and I can certainly empathize that he doesn't, he doesn't want to be, be on camera it, yeah. and it like affects his work, which I get. But I also feel like that would be the perfect way to get away with Tom not being on the show. But if we can't have her son, then we need to have actual moments with Tom. She just needs her own show. With like Erica and the gays, yeah, like yeah, her and her traveling gays. It could be about them on tour and shopping, and you know, give the Erica Jane fans like that, and let's get. Think of it; it's like Beverly Hills. There, how many housewives are there? Yeah, there out are there? many. There's like so many great options, and you know, some people think <laughs> a potential option is bringing back Kim. So I have a couple satchels of gold. And as you guys yeah. know, satchels of gold are magical moments that listeners send our way thoughts, questions, points yeah. in homage to her holiness, Kelly Kaloran Ben Simone of the scary Island Ben Simone's. Um, okay. So this is a satchel of gold from Trent from Champaign, Illinois. He says, okay, thoughts on Kim Richards. This may sound like a stretch, but I found her confessionals refreshing. There's something organic and unrehearsed about Kim Richards that stands out in stark contrast to the rest of the Beverly Hills ladies. This season, more than ever, feels like each cast member is on the show to further her own agenda or specific character. Every interaction, relationship, and plot point feels stale and contrived. It occurred to me that Dorit has been on this show for three seasons, and I still feel like I know nothing about who Mm -hmm. she truly is. Even Lisa Rinna has brought her own hype this season focusing more on memes than actually creating an engaging dynamic between the women. Kim Richards may not be what Beverly Hills needs, but her candidness and willingness to be herself rather than constantly attempting to curate an image is what Beverly Hills is severely lacking. Several points were made. Points were made. But, but I, I don't, I still don't think, I mean, the bar she's is so a, low. The bar is so the low. The bar that, is yeah. so low. Guys, someone in another that apartment, pizza? that is Kim Richards <laughs> outside and a different apartment that is not mine should be answering their own door. Um, do Kim we, Richards strikes me as one of those people that would come up to an NY apartment and just buzz every buzzer in a row. Turtles? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she'd be like, I heard you have turtles? a fish where aquarium, Kyle, Rena, bunny. Like... I think great that she got a confessional. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that necessarily means she needs to be back on the show in case I'm quite confident that it means she doesn't need to be back on the show. I think the most that Kim Richards as a person and as someone who struggles in her life financially, emotionally, with addiction, with family, with everything else, the most she should be doing is a cameo here and there. Mm-hmm. I do not Agreed. think if we're going to talk about accountability and liability, I think Bravo is doing her a mitzvah by having her on in spots and not giving her a larger role because I don't think she can handle it. And the women certainly can't. Yeah. I'm okay with the women being upset that someone is in the cast, but I don't think that that person should be 
like a black hole of despair. And while I think it's great that Kim is sober because she tells us that she's sober and that's not me like being yeah. a yeah. asshole. That's me saying like, like, we don't ultimately know and it's really ultimately not our business. But if she says she's living a sober life, like God bless, that's that's fantastic. But I also know what the show can bring out in her, not only what it does to her, but what it brings out. And, mm-hmm. you know, the relationship with her sisters, with everything else, I just think it's really not a good idea for her to be back on in anything above the level of what she was on this week. Yeah. Like, I think we're at like peak permission for Kim Richards. Yeah, I agree. And I think people saying she should be on because she's adding something is exactly what your point is, which is the bar is so So low. low What is she really? Right. What's new and fresh also that she's really bringing in. She's bringing in old drama that they're talking about. Right. And now that her and Lisa Renner are good, what else is there really to discuss? Yeah, I actually did. Thank you for your time. Yeah. No, totally. (laughs) And I did appreciate that moment because I felt like it was real in the moment. And I did feel like the conflict that happened this week is because Lisa Renner was very passive aggressive Mm -hmm. and was saying that her feelings were still hurt and was trying to sort of like maybe shame Kim or something. And then Kim reacted and Kyle's eyes, if not her mouth and body reacted in like the Kyle's. Yeah. Like Kyle didn't actually really say anything, but her eyes were like a little bit. What's the most kind of defense she's ever going to give her sister. And it's, yeah, she doesn't want to get right because she she's now right. defending her sister. Yeah, which is, which is something. Steps. <laughs> which is something. But I also felt like okay, so that happened and it was like a thing. But I also was like, that doesn't mean she should be back on the show. And I just keep thinking of exactly what you said. Like it's just it's such a low bar. And I know that there are people that want her back on the show. But I wonder if those are people that want her back on the show because they want her back on the show, or if they want her back on the show because the show has not been great this season. They following want her back on the show Dog because Gate. there are so many broken parts about this show that I think that they should really take a long hiatus and really think about like. This isn't like um, like Potomac where right after the reunion, two months later, we want them to start filming you again because we don't want to miss a thing. Right. You could miss a lot on Beverly Hills and let's just like let them simmer a little bit and maybe think about some other components that you could add in because. Yeah, and I, I, I totally agree with you. And I also think it's interesting to me that the one other question mark that I have in my head. An LVP, I don't think should be back. I think that she's got enough going on. Well, with, she fired herself. Yeah. With like Vanderpump all the other shows rules. too. People right. love her on that show and she should be on that. And also they should do a spinoff and do. No, know. they should not oh, do a okay. spinoff. I'm saying. <laughs> I do not need to see I more of John I Seth than I it, see right now. You guys seem like right. you I respect it, so. it from afar, except, yeah. <laughs> except for the respect. I respect it from afar. I just want everyone to be happy. <laughs> yeah, I want everybody to be happy, but that starts with me being happy, yes, yeah. um, which is how yeah. Bravo should look at his programming, um, starting with just us and mm. nobody else. Um, Honestly, I would. Not even mind if Beverly Hills took an extended hiatus and we got like a new housewives of Boca Raton, <gasps> which weren't they allegedly working on something yeah, and then they were like, it's couple. lie. It's a lie. But I know I've they've done stuff internationally. Casting. I heard that they did casting um, in Greenwich, Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A long time ago, they did um, wine country. These are places where I think they put fillers out to see if you can, if, if there are people. Some, yeah. 
I always wondered as a as a native New Englander why they haven't done Boston. This is just things that I've heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. Um, it's interesting to me watching this episode and then going online and seeing Kyle tweet about the mammogram, which I thought was a real moment and an interesting, important yeah. one. Listen, it's not going to make the that's, season great. That's the moment where I actually connected. Down. Yeah, yeah. I put down my phone and I was watching. Yeah. yeah. And it was interesting to me that she puts out this tweet and you get she gets some subtweets uh, or replies about it, rather people being like, I hate you because of LBP. But like, that was a great moment. P.S. I still hate you. And then <laughs> Lisa responds to someone in underneath this this tweet of Kyle's and is like, God bless you if you don't if you're not on my team or something. like it, I'm completely making that up. Like it was some sort of response to somebody I think who was not team LVP and definitely team Kyle and Lisa inserted herself into that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought how interesting that you say you don't watch the show and you respond to this tweet a and B your co-star is talking about a breast cancer scare yeah, yeah. and you're in no way acknowledging that. And I don't necessarily think that if you guys are super estranged that you need to but I do think if you're going to respond to random fan comments you should at least acknowledge what she's saying I also don't think that she um has not been watching the show and then she's like she's tweeted um she's tweeted stuff about how she saw like a clip of something and it didn't look great and it's like yeah, cool. You can't really talk about the season and what women are talking about if you have seen a clip. Like, yeah. call me back when you've watched the episodes, and then we can talk about how shitty the last People several are ones have if been. She's going to come to the reunion, and I don't don't even come if you're not going to like watch the show. And if you, yeah, she yeah. shouldn't come. She can't come to the reunion if she hasn't watched the show. And if she doesn't come, I'm not going to watch the reunion. So, <laughs> if she doesn't come, you're not going to watch the reunion. Well, what are they going to talk about? Um. <laughs> They're going to talk about... It's going to be the entire show, but just them sitting on the same couch now. What is that couch configuration going to look like, too? It's like everyone sitting on top of each other. She's going to have a chaise lounge just like off to the side. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to one big couch and then... Oh, my God. Jiggy maybe could replace her. I don't even know. Just find some random... Not even someone from Beverly Hills. Maybe like Kim G gets flown in just to sit next to her. Oh, my God. Offer some comfort. Amazing. (laughs) Um, So can I ask you a Potomac question? Yeah. Because, again, re-watching Atlanta Mm -hmm. and watched that... Oh, God, reunion with Kim Fields, which if you was aren't watching Potomac, by the way, you're, you're wrong. If you're not watching Potomac, you're not watching The Real Housewives and you need to get on it. And I know everybody's very busy, but you should be absolutely quitting your jobs, um, underworking. Karen's. Tell your boss you're sick. You have Potomac itis and you need to get a prescription. And that mm-hmm. prescription is RHOP Sundays at whatever time. Karen is looking so good. Karen is looking so good. So into Karen saying her fragrance is going to be $74.95 or whatever, $75.99. Increasing the budget on the wigs. That is, by the way, $60 more than I would pay, but (laughs) I appreciate it. I will probably pay the full amount. Karen, if you're listening, I apologize for everything I'm about to say. Um, So I was watching uh, the Atlanta reunions, rewatching the Atlanta reunions, and then I watched... Potomac mm-hmm. again this week's Potomac and I just was wondering is the weird gay shaming stuff that Kenya did with I forget his name with Kim Fields husband I want to say Christopher 
which was a, a really low moment yeah. and her refusal to apologize was rough. And Andy's face was like, this is completely mm-hmm. like homophobic, what you're doing and, and insensitive and awful. I think they made a lot more derogatory comments about, about Chris, Chris yeah. slash Chrissy. That was a little more like taunting and right. kind of bully behavior. And it was kind of getting into this weird dark territory. But I think on Potomac, I think these are questions that they've had about Michael that have honestly, like they have really been legitimate questions because there's some weird. St- yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it feels so. I don't well, think they're saying things like, oh, he acts like a sissy or like making weird comments. I think they're, He's putting it out there for them. You know what I mean? Right. The comments that he's making and the actions that he's. Yeah. And I got a satchel question, which was, or a a point, um, Potomac Bravo, again, using gay sexuality as a negative plot point against someone. And so I was thinking about that Chrissy, you know, the quote unquote Chrissy insult that they were saying that like your name is Chrissy, whatever against Christopher in Atlanta. And then I started thinking about Potomac and I got to the same point that you're at, which is it's not that they're saying it's not that they're gay shaming him. But they are wondering if he's on the DL because he did allegedly say, I want to suck this guy's dick. Yeah. Also, I think if it was anybody else, I think they might not be so in her ass about it. But the fact that it's coming from Ashley, who is the main one in every past season. Who's the shitster. Yeah, the shitster. She's kind of. And God bless her. She's doing an incredible service. But she's going after Karen's finances and she's going after Juan and uh uh, Robin's relationship constantly like asking her questions about the nature of the relationship and why is the, why are they sleeping in the same bed and then they're going to ask the same questions about especially if she's saying she's trying to get pregnant and she's drinking all the time and yeah and if he like and honestly I don't think it's even that bad because even after that situation where he blatantly said he would suck someone's dick yeah. the next day uh, Robin and Candace were on the phone and they were discussing it briefly but did they discuss it? I they think were they both kind like of tiptoed around. It. I think they both said in confessionals that they didn't want to like outright say it. Honestly, I think is great on both. You know, yeah, and, and the fact that they can married doesn't want to like you know get messy about someone else's right. Marriage. And the fact that they're still tiptoeing around being messy by talking about it in confessionals being totally differently than yeah, yeah. I think I think I totally agree with I'm you. I'm comfortable with it. Okay, great. Okay, I don't know. yeah, good. And I also feel like. You know, he got charged with sexual assault <laughs> against a male cast questions. member. So, yeah. like, I don't think yeah, that, so. like, the streets are talking in Hollywood about, like, Kim Field's husband, even if they're not. And even if she got it on a blog that she herself wrote, like, Kenya. Yeah. It's a little different than, like, we know no. now <laughs> that Michael maybe... And I think it would also maybe be slightly irresponsible of Bravo to not kind of lead up to that story and address it and just kind of glaze over it and pretend it didn't happen. They kind of have to now include all of these odd moments. Yeah, so that we can get the narrative. So you can get the narrative because it can't, it's just, you know. How do you think that Ashley and Michael watched this week's episode? Do you think they watch it together? Do you think they watch it together? I think they... She's pregnant too. I know, that's the hard that's thing. Is that like She can't just walk away. I mean, she can, but she's going to be walking slower because she's nine months pregnant. <laughs> she's going like, wobbling. She's gonna be... <laughs> like the penguin. Oh my, oh my God. I With a corona in her hand. Oh my God, please. I, I think that they watch together probably quietly and i think that they have both watched it actually maybe maybe he hasn't watched it but she definitely has because it's also her job to watch it um i don't know what she has said 
publicly about it since it's come out. Like she, I think last week was like ready to watch Potomac, they, well, but she they, didn't actually well, reference they didn't have it. Any idea of how it's being set up? They know a couple of days before we see, so right. they have no clue what's what's kind of happening. Oh man, can you imagine what that reunion's going to look like when it's all the husbands? I'm so excited. I'm with bated breath. Like I, it's going to be good. Speaking of, if it should like, have a studio audience. Like, oh my that might god, be... just the two of us once again, <laughs> just us and nobody yeah. else. Um, what do you think about Katie being back in a friend of capacity? Them like dangling the carrot of crazy Katie. She was great the first season. Like I thought she really served a purpose, and she was kind of. But she seems unhinged. Her hair wasn't done once. Right? Like, doesn't she look... And who was... I think Monique brought it up when she was like, this is not the Katie that I remember from that shitty casino night, which yeah. was not good. Yeah. It, she, she... She seems a little off. off. And they all kind of, like, allude to it. I I don't know. There's... I kind of tipped into her, like, her social media bit, and it's it's a little dark. It's weird. Did you see I can't the... tell if it's because it was filmed with, like, everything's taken with an Android phone. Android phone. <laughs> so it's off to begin <laughs> so with. So it's a little bit like this. all the photos look like they were taken with a potato. <laughs> <laughs> Her hair's never done. Uh, oh, she's, no. She's, like, in the woods she's half the time. Stuffed. I don't know. She's what twice you... baked. <laughs> um, I think we all know watching this season about that horrific photo yeah, that she posted yeah. of her allegedly go- well not allegedly yeah. her going through a miscarriage or whatever mm-hmm. I think that was very scary and shocking and so we know we're gonna pick up probably more quickly yeah the these moments that are confusing to us of like this new Let's Katie about, like maybe a liability I mean I think that yeah she, I think those- she's Exhibit A, and I wonder if she's going to be on the reunion. I would think. Remember when we probably. met Giselle? Giselle was talking about. She, I mean, she loves Katie. She was excited to bring her back, but she said it just really doesn't go as planned. That's what she said. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. At we, the at the Bravo, the Bravo event. Thing. Yeah. I also think she's she was really excited for Katie to be back because the producers told her to be really excited for Katie to come back, and they were probably like, wink, wink. It would be great if you like showed genuine excitement at her being back, mm. and this is what happened. I don't think that Karen herself was like, what a great idea if Katie is back, and I if not Karen herself, if Giselle, Giselle herself. Yeah. And I also think like that's not a bad thing. Like I I die for Giselle. I I die for everybody in Potomac. Yeah. I just um, even when like this was Ashley's not a great worst. I still love I, oh my god Die i think maybe potomac is the one also where i i want all of them to win although they get on my nerves for, that's like, a really good point yeah yeah so do i it's not a show of like antagonists they're all protagonists they right. just kind of like you know varying degrees of annoyance yeah from them but it's ultimately all-, all of them are also naturally the most beautiful cast yeah they're stunning of, yeah plus wigs plus wigs <laughs> i and i think it's like when you look at like the, um, the fashion is always 10 years behind the rest of the U.S. That's They're generous. Like off the shoulder, or coral colored silk blouses with like matching eyeshadow. Oh my God. And the wigs are just, it's it's like tall bits. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best that Chico's can buy. It's the best. I just, I love it. And it's also one of those things where it's like when Karen and Giselle fight, and I believe those fights. Yeah. I just, I root for both of them because it's just so entertaining to me. Like, I don't want Karen to be in serious financial trouble. Like, I don't want, I want Karen and the Black Bull Gates to stay married. I'm I'm sure they will for the rest of their life. He seems like a great guy. I I want Giselle to be happy. I'm appreciative of Giselle talking about and understanding how 
the way that she expresses herself in relationships, how potentially damaging that can be to her daughters Mm -hmm. by like, you need to be happy, not when you're calling your boyfriend, but as yourself. Like, I think that's really important. And I commend her for that. Robin is there. And I think... (laughs) Every time. Building homes, habitat for humanity, for your ch- she, banking savings. I wanted savings. to build her own home first, but I we know. could baby steps. She's living in that walk up. Every, I, wait, production hates her, right? Because I, on everyone else's houses, they film like one. Uh, what's the word? like establishing shot of like Karen's rented house? Yeah, her rented like house in Great Falls. But then whenever they shoot Robins, they do a full three sixty, and they even manage to somehow get her Nissan Maxima parked in the driveway. Oh, Robin! And there's like a construction site behind it, and it's like <laughs> Robin's like riding the struggle bus, but she doesn't have enough money to pay for an unlimited. And but, like, I, I appreciate love it that she's there. Poor. I love that she's poor and i love that like <laughs> i love that that's like the one unifying that force between all of them too it's like the actual poverty yeah <laughs> i mean giselle has yeah she's got yeah i think giselle has money ashley has money through michael karen has nothing but she has apparently credit cards with like huge yeah like yeah. limits or whatever you would call it like she has a lot of yeah. money to like you know a lot of Monopoly money yeah, yeah 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 and um sharice definitely had money yeah, I think Robin just has so but little it's just like money. What they're doing with the money, and then like, yeah. I just love like Robin pulling up with her like pink hairdo and a Nissan Maxima. She's trying, man. With her two kids that disrespect her and her husband that doesn't like her. He <laughs> doesn't want to be with you, but she's just holding on. It's just like, do you think she should get married to him? Yeah, remarried at this point. Yeah, why not? Right? Yeah, just do it. He's hot. Yeah. He is. And they're, they're beautiful. And the two of them together. Yeah. And they like love each other. I think he used to like her and now he likes her and he loves her. The, the producers love pulling up a 20 year old photo of the two of them. Yeah. When her hair was longer and her skin was a little bit clearer. And, and like, he they was had a, a star. More money. Yeah. They, they have money. They had money, money. The production staff sprays her every episode. <laughs> it's like and the little, the little reads that they do. I honestly was sort of surprised she's have been surprised she's like been able to stay on the show but I also appreciate that she's there even if she's late to everything and I don't remember anything she says I still feel like it's good that she's there because she has to come from extra far so the lift that she gets it's just the lift line which again I take a lift line if I'm feeling special so yeah yeah. no I that is a lift line that I take everywhere if I feel fancy so (laughs) there we go um so tell me a little bit you went to Dorinda's radio premiere last night did you hashtag make it nice yeah, it was uh, for the premiere of her new show, Make It Nice, on Syria- Sirius. Sirius Radio yeah. Andy, mm-hmm. yeah. Sirius XM. I haven't heard the show yet, but I heard it's amazing. She recorded the first episode, I think, yesterday. Oh. So the, the party was after. Um, yeah, it was great. It was on the rooftop of the Orion. Oh, cool. Um, which is in Sutton Place. <laughs> which is a desirable neighborhood, desirable neighborhood. according to Dorinda and <laughs> she was her realtor. Up, yeah. And nobody else. Um, great Where party. is John Sutton Place? There. No other, um, I don't think, no no other housewives were there. Okay. No, Barbara wasn't there. I talked to her, but she wasn't going to be able to make it. Funny <laughs> you should bring up Barbara. Love Barbara. What do you think? I know you love Barbara because I and Outside everyone else in America and I'm, obsessed with your social media, yeah. specifically, obviously, your Twitter, but also your Instagram. Well, I met Barbara before she was even introduced on the show. Yeah. Um, did we you? Were you a, buying some hammers or some nails in a pink case, or did you get black? A, a diva. Yep. Toolkit. Mm-hmm. No, I met her at a premiere party for my friend's other show. That's on Bravo back at oh. Envy. Yeah. Oh, cool. She's like a friend of mine, and I met her there at the premiere party, and we just started talking. Really hit it off. She's friends with him. We all started getting dinner. 
We do dinners. We do drinks. She's great. Do you talk about the show with her? A little bit, but it's not all we talk about, obviously. But she, yeah, she's got some opinions. Um, Question for you. Hmm. What do you think happened with Barbara? Do you think that they were like, you're going to be a friend of? Or do you think that they're like, we're testing the waters. You might be full time. Um, you might not. I mean, so this is totally coming from my opinion. Yeah, yeah. This is your opinion. That, this not is not Barbara Kay because she told else. me she is too busy to be on Andy's <laughs> Girls. That is yeah. exactly what she, she said to me busy. with a hammer emoji. Well, that's just that she is really busy. She's no, a busy I woman. It. She She's... runs her own company. Yeah, like, and this is not a joke. Like it's no, not a vanity project. Totally. This has existed for decades. Yeah, her Birkins she's like actually worked for. Yeah. Like so, God bless. You know. So ultimately, I mean, if you really look at who else is on the show, the only other real businesswoman is Bethany, you know, Mm -hmm. but what she does is totally different than what Barbara does. Barbara shows up to work every day to run a staff of hundreds of people. Yeah. So um, I think it came down to personally, from what I gather, it seems like it's a huge process being on a show like that, filming a lot. They go on a lot of vacations. And I think also, I don't know. I think that probably played into it. I think that these women maybe have a little more time on their hands to film. I just wonder because she's so heavily involved in scenes, if not the actual action. Like it was a no brainer. She'd be on the trip. It's a no brainer. Just as interesting. I think she's got a lot going on, but I think that maybe probably for what the storylines were, were for the season, maybe she, I don't know. It was interesting to me that scene at the table in Miami when Lou left and Barbara was still there and it was like Barbara, drunk as fuck, Sonia, whomever else. This is in Miami. Yeah, in Miami. And they were talking about how Lou has like lost her mind or whatever. And it was interesting to me that Barbara appeared to actually be listening because Barbara, what Barbara has been doing this season is like defending Lou, defending defending Lou, defending Lou, defending Lou. Lou. And it was interesting to me that at least that that can handicap you going into a cast of women, especially if everyone's going to be, I mean, these things, unfortunately, I think kind of turn into alliances and teams. Yeah. And and if you place a bad bet and you don't have, not for well lack of it. investigation or whatever, but if you don't, if it's, you don't mesh well with the others or you're just too hard on someone else's team. I think about it. If I were to go on the show, I know automatically I wouldn't mesh with Ramona. And I so mean, if she's going to be rounding out the, you know, heading up the, the team of the blondes, then that's half of the cast that you're probably not really going to spend too much time with. Yeah. I mean, I is kind of on an Island of her own. Right. Doing, you know, yeah, and she can Luann, go between. If you're only going to film with Luann and you know, right. And, you know, I also think of a little, it's a little bit reminiscent to me of Sheree and Kim Zolciak, where yeah. Sheree was okay. like constantly yeah. defending Kim, constantly defending Kim. And I take out of it whether or not that person is wrong. But it's this is totally because Barbara and Lou are like genuine friends. Genuine friends. So it comes from a place of like, she really was there for Luann. So I don't, you know. It will be interesting to me how that comes off on the reunion, which Barbara is there for, but like as a friend of, you're not, you're not on the couch the whole time, but like she'll come out. It'll be interesting to see, mm-hmm. I think her perspective. I mean, I think she's there. I think I she's, saw, fo- yeah, I saw photos yeah. of her like from the reunion day mm-hmm. and it was a sparkly dress, I think. Um, it'll be but interesting. There's a lot go- that goes on. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's going to be, it's going to be intense. A lot of people have asked why. They shot the reunion so soon. I do think it was linked to Bravo knowing about Lou's court case and mm-hmm. wanting to make sure that she was able to appear yeah. both in court yeah, and yeah, yeah. on the I couch. Think so. I think now, in re- retrospect, I think that's probably why they the way they scheduled it so early. Um, but just you know, just going back to Barbara, I think that probably one of my favorite housewives I've ever met, or I guess friend of, is Barbara. Person, like yeah, across the board. Because she's and super chill. Super chill. 
Yeah. The nicest one I've ever met. The most personable. Um, it goes like maybe Barbara, then Margaret's next. Mm-hmm. Dorinda's up there as well. Like yeah, she's Dorinda's great. They're great. all great. But if I had to choose, Barbara's like the the best. Dorinda's also stunning in oh, person. Oh, beautiful. Which is she like great last night. Yeah. Her confessional lighting mm-hmm. isn't kind to her. It makes she her looks features almost look totally different in she real looks life too. Totally different. She it's like she you I, go back you fifteen years. Her to be taller and in real life, yeah. she's uh, she's tiny. Yeah, she's she's tiny. Yeah. Um, has there ever been a Bravo celebrity that you've met? You don't have to name any names, but has been just an enormous dick. Yeah, but you could guess. You could guess that one. What? Okay, wait. I'm like not fucking with you. Oh, a New York Bravo yeah. celebrity? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Duh. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Ramon- I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to name. So. <laughs> yeah. Because then it's like, I have a panic. I just had a panic attack. So I thought I was thinking to myself, like, could it be Bethany? Because I've heard she's a monster in real no, life, but I love her she's so much. as well. But, you know, she is exactly what you would expect. Bethany's just busy. Right. and Yeah, but she's great. There's something that T. Kyle has said yeah. on AG before about, like, Ramona, for example, just pulling a name out of air. Not yeah, necessarily just, who you're yeah. talking about. Just, just, just a thought, which is, like, it's almost refreshing to see someone that can be a monster on TV be a monster in real life that because is they're totally like, true it's they're, like, they're real kind of, this is this isn't is, fake there's I mean I have a weird thing yeah it's it's comfortable because you know exactly where you stand with them and you know exactly what you're gonna get it's there is no difference than what's on television especially that's what I would say about the New York women is that it is they're most true to themselves most true to themselves yeah completely yeah oh my god this has been such a joy yeah. I feel like is there anything that you want to say that we haven't covered we talked about we talked Potomac. about Potomac we talked about New York we talked about Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills a lot of people have very mixed emotions about Kim and guys I got a bunch of satchels oh. from you guys about Kim so I'll put that on my social I'm really looking forward to Dallas that's what I'm which really is soon right soon. I'm you really know, I, I hear that Carrie Duber's not back <gasps> okay tell me about this because i just <laughs> I heard that have, the other this day is not a fact or anything this is just what i've heard and it's i googled it because yeah. i someone either said something to me or i saw it and then i was like what and then i was like doing a little google and i couldn't find it friend of mean well what about mark duber did he take her place <laughs> what mean this is mean i he, like harry he, he would huh he, he would. would he'd, he'd be, be great like, you don't mind if i go from with no, him right he'll take peter's peach yeah. and he'll like whatever <laughs> he'll take that little horseshoe whatever the fuck they have i hear that there's two new women so oh yeah there's a blonde and, right and, yeah and, and then there's some somebody other, with face yeah. work i want to see maybe another friend of i'm not really sure okay. all i care about is leanne's back and and deandra doesn't go to her wedding yeah and, and mama d's gonna be back i need all my women back. I'm so excited. Such a good show. Such a good show. I am. If you so, aren't watching that show, then yeah, you're also right. Get involved. Lost. Start with the season one reunion. Exactly what you said, and then mm-hmm. work through the last couple. And um, I, I'm I am sad for Carrie. I'm sad for her million dollar stove but or whatever. She'll be filming. She's gonna be. She'll there, be filming. But yeah. Maybe it'll be a loose situation where she'll be cool and not uncool, and she'll take the friend of role and run with it. She won't feel as much pressure. I like Carrie. I think. I, I, and again, liking her is like not necessarily as a person, but I actually do like her as a person. I think that she adds stuff to the show. I appreciate. I her. liked her at the end, like that that reunion when yeah. she finally started. Yeah. Making sense. And, and yeah, yeah. I saw the team starting to form. I, right. I got really excited for her to start hanging out with Leanne and yeah. digging I'm, into that. But I'm, I'm curious for what's going to happen with Deandra. Yeah. I'm a little curious. She's leaning straight into like I'm a TV star, like very hard. So yeah, I'm just I gave curious. up on her. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think she had a great first season. And then her second season, she made that mistake that a Dorinda lot of people of made. Yep. 
And now it's kind of... And now yeah. she's maybe the Dorinda of the yeah. <laughs> like season. Maybe that works a little too yeah. much. Um, cool. Guys, if you haven't RSVP'd to the AG New York City Fan Kiki, do it. Saturday, June 8th, the Regency, because where the fuck else would we go, especially since Boutique is out of business. RSVP, bring your friends at andysgirlsshow at gmail.com. It's just going to be a fun little like sassy thing. Saturday, June 8th at 8 o'clock. No big deal. Come hang with us. It's going to be amazing. I loved meeting um, some AGs in London, and I can't wait to see what New, uh, New York and the tri-state area will bring. Also, um, we did a little Bravoholics giveaway with some of the folks that we met at the Bravo Holics event, including Bravo Over Brunch, Two Bravo Sisters, Bravo Boy. Um, and we are doing a giveaway on social. So head over to my Instagram page at Dame Galley. We have autograph stuff from Kyle, merch from Mauricio, merch from Teddy. She was accountable for being involved. Um, fun stuff from Austin from Southern Charm. Captain Lee sent us a signed copy of his book. Tons of stuff. It's a really, really amazing giveaway. So go to um, my Instagram at Dame Galley and Sir Pet Shop Boy, His Holiness, <laughs> tell the listeners, even though everybody follows you because you're amazing, about your Twitter and Instagram. I am on Instagram at Pet Shop Boy. You can follow me there. You mostly follow my stories. I'm not too oh much God. on the feed itself. Your stories are so good. I am obsessed with them. They are, guys, you just I like love story have to, time. I die. <laughs> story time. If you it's so want to catch up on the stories and you're a new follower, check out the highlights. I, I, oh, I usually highlight the, yes. the especially messy ones. Um, oh, they're so messy. They're so good. Check I'm out the so cowboy. The cowboy is a good one. Oh my God. Um, and your Twitter? My Twitter is Marry Me Drake. Oh. <laughs> Marriage. Marry Me Drake. <laughs> don't ask. I don't actually tweet, but I follow really fun stuff and I retweet some stuff but I don't I, yeah you're touching your meat and there. potatoes is definitely your yeah, Instagram, Instagram which is most of the love goes magical yeah. and <laughs> the love you. remains I have to say <laughs> this was a total joy I'm obsessed with you I can't wait to um kiki with you again soon I say kiki every five seconds so yeah. I am very cool in the mix <laughs> so I will see you at um tea apparently this summer you you, there. you me and um Kelly Dodd yes. and um maybe Barbara Kay who's to say Barbara Kay for sure um love it okay this was so fun guys was fun. tell us your thoughts and feels and we'll talk to you soon okay bye